As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show, where we inspire people to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life using life lists or bucket lists to accomplish that goal. Here is your host, Drew Myers. Howdy, I'm Drew Myers. Welcome to episode number 118 of the Defining Audacity Radio Show. I appreciate you tuning in. Every week we're here delivering a message of hope, inspiring people to live on purpose. We want people to stop saying, I'll do it tomorrow. We feel like that is naive and it's ignorant. There are no guarantees. There will be a tomorrow. We want people to put their goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight because we feel like that's exactly where they belong. We live in a society that uses words like stuck, stale, bored, trapped to describe our lives. We want to change that. We want to replace those words with joyful and happy and exciting and adventurous, intentional, bold. What does it mean to live a bold life? This is my definition. Confidently living the life that you want by identifying what's important to you never letting anything compromise that, never settling, always fighting. What is your definition of living boldly? I challenge you to think about it. What does that mean for you to live boldly? Every week on this radio show and podcast, it's our goal to get you to say, that's what it means to live boldly, and that is how I want to live. We have a fantastic episode on number 118. Our in-studio guest is Mr. Colton Ayers. He's an up-and-comer on the Texas music scene, and he is phenomenal. I really dig Colton a lot. What I like about him most of all is he's got his own style about him. We talk about on this show all the time to do you. Colton Ayers does Colton Ayers. He's not trying to be anybody else. He's got a great sound. He's got a great story. He's got a great perspective on life. I'm excited about sharing that conversation with you guys. Later on in the show, I'm going to talk about the movie Wonder got to see that recently with my family. Really fantastic film that captures the human heart. I thoroughly enjoyed it and I want to share a couple things about that film with you guys later on in the show. We're going to kick things off a little differently today. We're going to play three songs from our featured artist, Mr. Colton Ayers, but we're going to kick off today's show with a song from American Aquarium and Mr. BJ Barham. BJ was the guest on my two-year anniversary show along with Natalie Riggs. And last night, I got to see BJ perform an acoustic set at the Downtown Music Series in Dallas. It was a phenomenal show. BJ Barham is one of the best storytellers and songwriters I have ever been introduced to. It was three hours of BJ sitting in front of about 100 people, telling stories, making people laugh, sharing the narratives behind the music that we don't normally get to hear. I laughed so hard, my face hurt. This is all kind of tied together because you'll hear in Colton's interview that opening for B.J. Barham might be number one on his life list 
which he had before he came on the Defining Audacity radio show. I had an extra ticket last night, and Colton got to go see B.J. Barham at the Downtown Music Series in Dallas. So it's kind of fitting that we're going to kick off episode number 118 with a song from B.J. Barham. This is his song, Losing Side of 25. We'll jump right into Colton's interview after that. I appreciate everyone tuning in wherever you might be listening. Again, this is the Defining Audacity Radio Show. I'm Drew Myers. Let's ride it. Finding Audacity Radio Show in studio, Mr. Colton Ayers. Colton, what's up, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Colton drove in from Dallas, Texas today yes, 
to Glenn Rose to be on the Defining Audacity radio show, and I'm excited about this, man. I am too. Yeah, I love the show, and I love what it's what it's all about. So. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. it. Met Colton. God, it's been a hot minute. It was at a Larry Hooper event over in Granbury. Yep. It was a benefit. Singing for Sienna was yep, the name of it. Sienna. Sure was. Yep, that was. That was a fun one. Were you in that first group that played that day? Um, I got to play with... Uh, Dan Johnson, yeah. You didn't so. get the horrible draw, the like noon start time. <laughs> you were a little bit later on in the yeah. day. So, but no, I really was digging your sound. And oh, thank you. I've been following you on social media, and I've been like, I need to get him on. So I'm glad yeah. this, I'm glad we connected, yeah. and I'm glad uh, we yeah, got you awesome. in here. I'm excited to hear your story because I don't know a lot about you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to tell it. So Cool. Yeah. Is it a good story? Um, I mean, I guess it's, it's all right, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, I came from a typical stuff, so... But it's, it's a good, I think it's a good story. And a cool. Good. You know, we say all the time on this show, that's the thing that differentiates you guys from everybody else is your sound. And mm-hmm. your sound is a little bit different than everybody else's, but your story. Nobody's going to have the same story as Colton Ayers. Oh, no one will have the same story, that's for sure. Oh, that's cool. Now, <laughs> now I'm really excited about it. All right, so what I want you to do is play a, a song for us out of the gate okay. here. And the only rule that we have on the Defining Audacity radio show is set the song up. We like to hear the story behind the song. Perfect. What do you got out of the gate here? Uh, this first one's called Bad Tattoos. Um, it's actually kind of my song to introduce myself almost in a sense. Um, so I grew up in a small town in McGregor, Texas, you know, near Waco. And it's a typical, you know, conservative, you know, traditional, which is fine. But came out of there and I was headed to college at Stephenville in Tarleton. Okay. Um, I uh, left there being a, a very clean cut, short hair, no beard. I was an honor student engineering major <laughs> and just for those they can't see colton right now he has long hair yes. and full beard and i want to talk about your the beard thing in just a minute too so yes you have so changed a little I've changed a little bit and i you know i moved off and quickly realized that college was not my deal and moved off did some traveling different states stuff like that ended up having to come back for some things and it was just coming back to a town that saw me as this one thing and then coming back as a you know tattooed dropout long-haired musician so and then, uh, you know, it was kind of a song to be, this is what was wrong with me, but I kind of sped it up a little bit and kind of really just own your weirdness. It's kind of what it's about. Oh, man, I dig that. <laughs> I dig that a lot. Yeah. Own your weirdness. It's one of my more upbeat songs, but it's it still comes from a little bit of a darker place, but I, I really dig it. So. Cool. Tell me the name of it one more time. Bad Tattoos. Bad Tattoos. Mr. Colton Ayers on the Defining Audacity radio show. I'm excited, brother. You got it. Living rough off this gas station food and these late night drugs. Guess they'll do, I guess they do. Well, I need to shower, I need to shave. Apparently, I need to act my age. Drinking be like it's the oxygen to breathe the smoke too much of that weed, all of the weed. Well, I'm a dirty hippie and a traveler. Cause a cowboy with a bad attitude Left wing thinker, no beer drinker Too much denim and bad tattoos Oh, these bad tattoos well, I grew up in a Bible Belt town Everybody knew my name for miles around No one's who they ever seemed to be Broke in town Busted dream, 
busted dreams So I left that place, grew out my hair But no one ever really seemed to care I got a little faint Rumors spread I was doing drugs in jail I once was dead I once was dead Well, I'm a dirty being a traveling gypsy Cause a cowboy with a bad attitude A left-wing thinker No beer drinker Too much denim and bad tattoos Oh, these bad tattoos well, I'm a lost poet Now don't I know it ain't no one ever gonna remember my name An unknown singer Guitar slinger Never gonna have no fame I'm a dirty hippie and a traveling gypsy Cause a cowboy with a bad attitude Left wing thinker, no beer drinker Too much denim and bad tattoo Oh, well damn these bad tattoos Colton Ayers, Defining Audacity radio show. I dig it, man. Thank I you, really do. A lot. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. You're playing that song for me. I did some video stuff for some promotion. But I'm sitting there looking at you. I'm checking you out. All right? And I mean this in the nicest way possible. No one in the history of the Defining Audacity radio show has rolled in this studio and looked the way you do. I appreciate that. I, I knew I you would I, like that. I think I strive for that. <laughs> I mean, okay, so you got these patches on your jean jacket, yeah. one that says stay weird. I just noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> you said embrace your weirdness earlier in the show. I, I was digging on that. I, I like to say be weird yeah. all the time because I think we all are weird. We just have to, like you said, embrace it. You got this beat up old guitar, a couple stickers on it. One says don't don't rem- forget to wear your helmet. What does that say? Where, sh- oh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's just off of a uh, construction helmet that's stuck on it's there. It's like a safety sticker on there. <laughs> you got your Caitlin butt shirt on. Oh, yeah. This cap you got on. Los dudes. Who are Joe and Tony? I have absolutely no clue. Cool. I found it at a uh, thrift store in Stephenville, Texas. Very cool. So. Very cool. Man, you got this guy, this vibe, this cool, funky, awesome vibe. And then your sound, it's a little soulful, too, man. Awesome, it's, it's, man. It all kind of works together. I like that, yeah. I, I Thank you. It. Not a problem, man. <laughs> Let me ask you this. So you go off to Stephenville, and you're clean cut, looking good. What'd you want to be? What'd you, what did you think you wanted to be? Well, I was going into uh, college as an engineering major, and I think I don't think I was really into engineering. I think I was just really into trying to make the most money that I could. There you go. You know, I was. You know, my parents really wanted me to go the typical route: college, you know, get married, have a kid, settle down. Oh, the you know, uh, good job, you know, and that's fine. Too, traditional, and that's, stereotypical, yeah. and that's 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 all good if that's your deal. But that is definitely not how I could do it. I would have gone crazy. So, were you a good student in high school? I was a great student. Yeah, were you like um, valedictorian or salutatorian. I wasn't valedictorian. I was top ten percent. Okay. Um, you know, I was a football player, and I was a good football player. I almost went to Tarleton for football. Cool. And, you know, it was. I was a good student. I took tests well. I don't, you know. Sure. That's kind of how what school is right now. So <laughs> So let me ask you this. What happened that made you flip the switch to start growing the hair, growing the beard, turn into a, what did you call yourself in that song, a dirty hippie? Dirty hippie. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to, you know, I moved off to Tarleton, and I'm not, I'm not real sure where it came from. Uh, I just kind of realized that school was not my deal. And then I, I really got into music when I was at 
Tarleton because I wrote my first, not wrote my first song, but wrote the first song that I really wanted people to hear. And so kind of decided that this isn't what I wanted to do. So I uh, actually ended up dropping out and moving off to Colorado. And that's kind of more when I found myself. Just there it is, yeah. In the mountains, hiking all the day, all the time. And Where'd you go? Uh, I lived in uh, Denver, just right outside of Denver. Worked on a horse farm there. and That's cool. Yep. Uh, where I mean, where exactly were you? Oh, uh, Centennial. Centennial. Okay, Centennial. I'm a little yeah, bit like, familiar with yeah, the Denver south area. of Denver. I think I love Denver. Stayed up there for about a year and a half. Took time off music when I was up there, and really got into. I think that's when I found my sound too. You know, there's more like a uh, indie folk kind of scene going on there, and I mixed yeah. it with uh, what I'd already gotten from Texas. And it works, I man. I like it. Yeah, thank yeah, you. It's cool. <laughs> so, how long ago? What's the time frame on that? When did you go to Colorado? Um, I moved to Colorado. It's been about. Probably a year and a half since I got back from Colorado. Oh, man, you haven't been back very long. No. So that deal that I met you at, man, almost a year ago? I don't even, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, my... it's, it's, I guess it's pushing a year. Okay. Yeah, so you hadn't been back very long when I... I, when I you... No, I hadn't. I've been back probably like six months when I, yeah. Went through a lot of stuff through then, but yeah, so it felt like longer, but <laughs> I guess it only been six months. And are you doing this music thing full time? Um, I have a I have a part time job that I work Monday through Wednesday. What do you do? Just uh, I work on a golf course and just you know mow grass. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a golf pro. You don't look like a golf pro, but uh, no, I've never played <laughs> golf, but I work on a golf course. That's all right. Okay, so that's cool. You're outside doing that, getting some fresh air. Yeah, gigging on the weekends. Gigging on the weekends just as much as I can. You know, sometimes I have seven shows a week. Sometimes I only Damn, have two. Dude, that's but, a lot. Yeah, you know, I, I I definitely try to work and get what I can get going. How are people embracing you now that you've been back from Colorado? Um, I think pretty well. You know, sometimes there's a there's just crowds that don't quite get what I'm doing. You know, some people want very traditional country, and it's not the way I lean. But there's a you know, Dallas is a great area for what I'm trying to do, and Fort Worth is also a great area. Right, great musicians around there. Do you ever get back to Stephenville and play? Down oh there? yeah, I go to Stephenville a lot. Um, they I, haven't, I haven't played there in a long time, but I play around the area. Like tomorrow, I'm actually in Leon. Okay. Opening up for Matt Hillier. I'm pretty excited. Well, that's about that cool. One. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, you played Greenwood and Bluffdale, and uh, I haven't played Greenwood yet. I've been out there a lot. Love you know to do the Sunday, the pick and the party, pick and party. But yeah. I actually got two shows booked there for 2018. Cool. One in, one in March and one in September. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. That's one of my favorite favorite bars of all time. So well, about those places that aren't really embracing you. I just don't think those are the right places for you. you know, yeah, you, and then because there's, there are places for that sound right there. Oh, there, there definitely is. And then the way I've gone about it is, uh, you know, I don't I don't get down if someone doesn't like my stuff. I always look for that, you know, those people in the back that really care what I'm doing. And if I can catch, you know, two people a night, that slowly builds up my fan base, and that's really what I'm about. As long as people actually care. And, that's cool, so. man. I think I think it's awesome. I'm excited to see where this thing goes for you. Colton Ayers in studio on the Defining Audacity Radio Show. You can write the script, man. Put a blank piece of paper in front of you and a pen. Where do you want this music thing to go? I'm assuming you don't want to work on a golf course. I do not. Okay. I do not want that. Um, really, my thing is I want to I want to own a house and have, make enough to have a family. Okay. And do music full time. Um, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get famous or you know make a million dollars. I just want to I want to make this a full time gig and I want to make sure I can have the things I want and be comfortable with it. Sure. As long as I can put food and people that I care about belly and have a roof over my head, I'm good to go. Absolutely. So. I dig that a lot. You know, it's been a few weeks since we've done this. We do it a lot on the show, but our definition of success goes like this. You're able to provide for your family, do what you love, and be true to yourself. 
Not not anything more. No, and that's exactly what I'm looking for. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't need any more than that. As long as I'm making enough money to get by and I'm getting to do what I love, that's all I need. Now I've met Lauren. Mm-hmm. Is she your wife? No, she's she's my girlfriend. She's your girlfriend. Okay, and no kids yet. I no assume? kids. I got a dog. Oh, you live in Depot. <laughs> that's right. You don't have kids, man. That'd be that'd be crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they allow kids. I know, here. right? That's funny. They allow dogs. They don't allow kids. That's they allow dogs funny. in every bar I go to, but I've never seen a kid in a bar. So that's really funny. Yeah, I think if you keep it simple, and you, I think too many people, not really on the Texas scene, in my opinion, are chasing the cash. I mean, and, and I'm talking about not just singer-songwriters or musicians. Oh, yeah. It's just people are chasing the cash. And then when they get the cash, they don't know what to do with themselves because they're not doing anything that they love. They're miserable. Yeah. So Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, and there's a lot that shoot up really quick and realize, hey, maybe music wasn't what I wanted to do, and now I'm kind of, you know, they look at it as a job. And right. I don't want a job. I, I want to do what I love and right. make a little bit of money doing it. Absolutely. Go back to when you kind of made that switch at Tarleton and think about – did you imagine yourself being where you are right now? I guess is my question. Uh, no, um, I didn't even know I really wanted to do this full time. I my dad was a musician, so I okay I grew up knowing kind of what the scene was about. And when he uh, my parents got a divorce when I was about five years old, and he moved up to Nashville and really you know he was chasing it and they go anywhere. I mean, it, he got an album out, and that's that's about as far as it went. You know, and you know, having kids and stuff really hinders that. Even if you're, you know, a couple states away, but that's how I got into it in the first place. He bought me my first guitar, and I never really thought it was going to be something that I'd do for a living. I thought it was going to be more of a hobby. Um, Play around campfires and yeah, get chicks. you know, I'm with you. Well, that, that was the whole reason I picked up a guitar in the first place. I think it is for chicks. most people. I think I, it is. <laughs> No matter what a musician tells you, it's always to pick up somebody. It, it was never to get the art out. That's funny. But, um, you know, and I grew up there and then I really decided in, in Stephenville that that's, this is what I wanted to chase. You know, I you know, look up to a lot of those dudes. Like uh, who? Who influenced you? Um, Buck and Billy, man. They're, mm-hmm. Buck Buffalo, Buck Billy Buffalo Hartman. and Billy Hartman. They're, you know, I really look up to them. And then there was a few people. that I was in a fraternity while I was in. There's a few guys there that. We kind of grew. We were at the same level, and so we kind of grew together. Uh, Brian Gross. I'm not familiar with Brian. Um, he just got a single out. It's really good. Cool. And yeah. Stephenville's a, cool, Stephenville's a cool scene right now, it's, to be honest with you. It's a great scene, and I'm, I'm not sure where that comes from. I don't know if it's just a college town or if there's, you know, the only thing to do is to drink. But <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's a great scene, and I, I love, you know, I'm very appreciative of where I finally got started. My first gig was, first paying gig was at Bostock's. There you go. So yeah, I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. And when I moved off to Colorado is when I really started getting into uh, music and making my own sound. Fell in love with uh, American Aquarium. That is... The first time I ever saw him. No, it's when the first time I saw him. Was at Bostock's. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man. BJ was on my two-year anniversary show. I, I've actually a, listened to yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good, cool dude. Man. God. I, I say there, there's, there's about three people that got me into music, and that's... Well, four people. I'd say... Guy Clark, Jack Ingram, B.J. Barham, and my dad. Those are the four. I mean, B.J. Barham. Ru- the Mount Rushmore of Colton uh, Ayers. Uh, yeah. Yes, that is my Mount Rushmore <laughs> because, man, he he completely changed the way I looked at music. He, you know, pushed me to write better songs and kind of stay true to who you are. And Ever met him? I've met him, you know, here and there, like just picking up merch at the table. But I would love to sit down and just talk to him because, yeah, that's, that's all actually on my – 
thing. I want to on, th- on your thing. On your thing. It's funny you brought up your thing because we're going to talk about your thing in just a minute. <laughs> thing being a life list or bucket yes. list. I assume that's what you're talking it about was, since yes. you've listened to the show. But no, I think that would be cool. BJ's an awesome I, guy. Yeah, that's he's a hard worker too. Yeah, that and that's that's where I get you know, like he says, you know, I may not be the best singer, the best guitar player, but I'll outwork anybody. That's kind of where I'm at. So. Oh, I, I won't bet against BJ. Brown for <laughs> I will sure. not either, man. He's he's something else. He's great. Yeah. I have a random question for you before we do talk about life list or bucket list. Okay. And it's about your beard. Okay. I'm growing one. Don't huh. laugh, man, because I know it's just the infancy stage, and I know I'm splotchy and stuff like that. But you used to, you said you used to be clean cut, right? I was very clean cut. Yeah. Okay, so I need some words of wisdom from you, some beard guidance. Um. You're gonna have to get past the awkward stage first. <laughs> okay, when does that come, man? Um, I guess it's different for everybody. Uh, you know, it starts getting to where you know it might look a little spotchy, but you know it it all grows at a different level. So it, it ends up getting it, it gets good. Use oils. I do. I just got less some. itchy. Oh yeah, yeah, I had to, man. I reached out to some beard companies, mm-hmm. and I was like, I need something in my hands because I just want to scratch my face off. And I've tried this before, and this is probably the furthest I've ever been where I just punted and I was like, screw mm. this, man. I didn't like how it was looking or his feeling. It's real wiry right now. Mm. My wife hates it. She hates the beard <laughs> I think oil. It looks too. Good, man. Thanks, I, like I appreciate it. it. She hates the beard oil too. She says it smells like a car air freshener. <laughs> my daughter kind of digs the she's four. She likes mm. to come up and smell my beard. Yeah. Um and I use beard very loosely at this point because it's more it's not full on the I'm side. jealous of yours though your mustache actually connects I have to just grow mine out and act like it connects oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't, wouldn't even notice yeah there's there's no connection under here but does it get soft at any point um it gets softer yeah I use conditioner on it okay make it, make it really soft um, do you have a go-to company that you use no whatever, whatever's cheapest at the uh, Walmart <laughs> whatever's cheapest at Walmart or else I was gonna let you give them a big plug Maybe get you a sponsor. Or I something. wish, yeah. If anyone gets me a sponsor, I'll plug you in every. Right? Well, you know what's funny is I reached out to some beard companies to try to get them on as sponsors. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I sent them pictures of a lot of the artists that have come through, like Larry Hooper. Oh, yeah. You know, Larry's beard is unbelievable, yeah. and you, you would be a picture that I send. And then you got other people that are in the awkward stage, like me. So many guys on the scene have beards. Oh yeah, for I was sure. like, take me on my beard journey and let me get some product in these guys' hands. That would be awesome. Well, yeah. well, I'm still working on it, so we'll see if we can do that. So if you're listening from one of the beard companies that I've reached out to, let's ride. Okay, so let's talk about life list or bucket list real quick. For all my first time listeners, let me set it up for them. Okay, we inspire people to live on purpose. We want people to stop saying, I'll do it tomorrow. We feel like that's naive and ignorant. There are no guarantees there will be a tomorrow. Will we wake up tomorrow morning? Probably. But there are no guarantees, I promise you. Turn on the news. You'll get a reminder of that real quick. We want people to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life, and we use life lists or bucket lists to drive that point home, to get people moving in that direction. So ask everybody that comes on the show this question. Colton Ayers, do you have a life list or a bucket list? I do. Cool. Um, it's written, not very organized. It's, it's wrote down. It's in – actually – I was in a hurry this morning. I was going to bring it. Um, it's in my music book. It's in the back of my music book. Dude, cool. Um, it's not very organized at all. It's just kind of scattered all over the page and stuff That's I all right. want to do. But, That's um, awesome. So what are some things on there? Um, I have it split up in two sections. It's music and just, you know, life, you know, whatever. Okay, so l- let me ask you this first. How long have you had this list? Um, I've had it. So I started in, I started in the new year. I started with just a, like a, 
like a New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution. And then it okay. kind of moved into, I'm not going to get this done in a year. Let me expand on this. Okay, cool. And, All right. You know, there's stuff on there that it's going to happen 30 years. You know, it's like, you know, buy a house or stuff like that. Sure. So there's stuff that's not going to happen this year. So it just kind of, it was an expanded New Year's resolution. Okay. That's nothing wrong with that. And is it evolving? I mean, are you constantly adding stuff I'm to constantly it? adding stuff okay, to cool. it. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Uh, all right, yeah. so what are some things on there, man? Well, let's. I'll start with the music side. You know, I've got some crazy stuff on there, like win a Grammy or something like that. Um, Go for it, man. I Why play. not? Yeah, I mean, I would love to. That'd be awesome. I think Chris Stapleton's won a Grammy, mm-hmm. right? Is that okay? I'm sure there is one point in his life where he was in the same situation as you, can still considered up and coming, using air quotes, that he said the same thing. I, sure. I, I want to win a Grammy. And damn it, he did it. I would love to win a Grammy. That, okay. would, that would be amazing. I, um, I want to play. LJT, okay. That is one of the first places I really fell in love with music and everything that goes on there. Are um, you on Martha's or Larry's radar? Do probably they, not. Let's get it on. <laughs> let's get you on there, man. I would love to play the awesome stage. I don't know if my music fits uh, the beer slinging crowd, but I'd love to. The <laughs> awesome love to play stage the is awesome cool, stage. man, because people are sitting down, shutting up. And that's listening. where I go. I, you know, um, I think I'm an old person at heart. I love to just sit down and listen to it. So, but um, you know, I got LJT on there, and then I got. Uh, it's people I want to open up for, some people I look up to. BJ Barham being on the top of that list, and I got some crazy ones like Jason Isbell. Loved oh, it. Wow. Um, Drew Kennedy. Drew Kennedy is an amazing singer-songwriter, and I would absolutely love to open up for him. Well, dude, let's make that happen. Uh, <laughs> hey, are you going to a show on Sunday night in Dallas, in I Louisville? Did not know he has. Maybe now. <laughs> Red River Songwriter. So okay. it's Drew, Grider, Walt, Susan Gibson, Kelly McQuee, and awesome. Brandy Zidane. Walt's on my list too. So, <laughs> and you need to get, did you have you met those guys? I have not. Um, Man, if you, if you go on Sunday night, and I know this episode is going to run well after mm. that show, so don't go online and try to find <laughs> Red River Songwriters in Louisville, Texas. But if you go up there, I'll introduce you to those guys. They I both, would love to. They've both have been to. on the show. Yeah, they're great guys. You'll love them, and uh, you're right. They are phenomenal. I always joke that uh, Walt Wilkins is my real dad. <laughs> Drew he's Kennedy. got good hair. I want to. Ha- I want to have that when I'm older. Drew Kennedy says that Walt Wilkins is a spirit animal. I can see that. And to complete the love triangle, I have a man crush on Drew Kennedy. So uh, Drew Kennedy's is. amazing. Yeah. I mean, have you heard his new album? I have. Yes, I have. I listened to it. I think the day it came out. I was at work and I listened to the whole thing probably like six times through. So. Okay. What's your favorite song on there? Just out of curiosity. Um. Can you remember? No, that's a good question. Um, they're all the ones that I'm leaning towards mm-hmm. is. Sing this town to sleep, dig that one a lot in Open Road. The Open Road, Open Road, Open Road's good. Yeah, yeah. It's so good, and my kids dig it too. Yeah, he's so, a, and I, I love his, you know, his style and his real cares about the song and it's really pushing it forward. Uh, yeah, I, I love that stuff. That's cool. You need to meet him, man. That would be I, I, that would make me happy. <laughs> that would make me happy to, so. to, to introduce you guys for sure. You know, and, and Drew and Walt, they both dig, and Josh for that matter, dig what we're doing on the show. Mm-hmm. And they would be open to it. I mean, I don't know if Drew would be like, open for me next March. But, hey, but you one never, step closer. One so. step closer, yeah. He yeah. knows who you are now. So that's I'd awesome. Or what's a, what else? Away from music, what's on away this list? Away from music, um, I really, there's a lot of like hiking stuff. I want to do, really, really want to do the Appalachian Trail. Cool. Um, that's a huge, I know it's a you know, huge obstacle, but I'd love to do it. Is it really that huge? I mean, it's it's like seven months. Yeah, but if you can just, Vanish. I know. I I want to do it in a way where I don't have to vanish at the same time. I want to do. I would love to. I, I may be stealing this idea from somebody, but I'd love to That's go okay. on like an Appalachian like tour, like where I I just you know 
hike up the Appalachian Trail with my guitar and then have different venues that I play along the way and maybe record like an acoustic album Dude, on the way there. The I think I think that would be really cool. Ever heard, man? That is <laughs> awesome. And so, what if you stole it from somebody? I've never heard of anything like that. I think that would be really. Yeah, cool. I would love to, and I'd love to, you know. You know, maybe if I'm big enough, have a documentary made. Of, I think it would be a cool, you know, that'd be an awesome film. And why do you got to be big enough to have that documentary made? I guess you don't. This you know, guy walks somebody, the yeah. Appalachian Trail with a guitar and yep. plays gigs. Plays That's gigs, a, records an acoustic album on the way up there. I think that would be Great way really to tell fun. your story. That, yeah. I love that, man. That's really cool. Damn, I almost want to cut that out of this interview so nobody <laughs> else steals it from me. It's <laughs> all right. If someone else wants to do it, I want to see that too. Okay. Maybe I'll get some ideas from that. I'll learn from their mistakes, and I'll do it better next time. Appalachian Trail. I, I Appalachian like that. Trail. I want to do the Pacific Ocean, the Pacific Coast, Coast Trail. Trail. Um, I really want to see uh, – oh, it's slipping my mind. The bus uh, into the wild. You want to go what is to that? Alaska? I want to go to Alaska, and I want to see that bus because it's still there. That, That's from it, John Crack Hours into yeah, the wild. Yeah. 240, bus 242. I can't remember what the number was. You dig that book? Love that book. Love the movie. I've watched the movie probably – Eight times. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. I probably read the book eight times or listened to it on yeah. audio tape. I love it. I love that there's a John Prine tune in there too. So <laughs> You know what's so crazy is I love, and there have been a handful of guys recently, it seems like, that have read or watched Into the Wild and dig it as much as oh, I do. And yeah. I connect with you guys because that book, that was a game changer. Oh, it, it changed my life. And I was like, man, this is, yeah. I read that one. It's in Colorado. And that's when I really started. I was oh, like, wow. I'm, yeah, I need to. Yeah, I love that book. I was handed the copy of that book. I was moving to Oregon, mm-hmm. to a little town called Ashland, Oregon, just north of the California border. And a buddy that I don't even keep in touch with now, just a guy I was working with at the newspaper in Wichita Falls, handed me that book. I'm, I mean, I roll out of town the next day. He mm-hmm. goes, take this. Read this book. Changed my life, man. It's, it's an amazing book. Yeah, I, lo- I love that book. It's funny that you bring up Oregon because that's on my life list, too. I've never been to Oregon. I don't want to go. You would really dig bad. Ashland, man. You would dig uh, Ashland. Man, I, I have an aunt or a great aunt that lives up there too, and I just need to. I need to go and just because she's she has a little cabin just out in the woods. And where does she live? Like where? Uh, she lives near. I think. I think Portland. I'm not positive. Okay. Yeah. You named the only Oregon city that you could think. Yeah. Well, I know it's. <laughs> I think a, she live at Portland? She's, maybe she's a doctor, so I know she lives close to a big. Okay. So I, I'm pretty sure it's Portland. But I, I can't, I'm not. I can't say for sure. That's cool, man. I but, highly, I highly endorse it. Yeah. Really cool. I, I want to go so bad. That's you know one of the places that I've really wanted to go. Uh, North Carolina, love North Carolina for some. Where reason. in North Carolina do you want to go? Um, anywhere. I just like the you know the. I went to a cool place recently. Yeah. Asheville, North Carolina. That's actually one of the yeah I, yeah. I used to watch a show called uh, Live Free or Die, and it's a. Uh, about these people that just live off the grid, and there's he one lives in Asheville, and I absolutely dug what was around there. So I, That's really, awesome. yeah, I would really want to go. Um, I love it, man. Okay, so you've done music and a lot of travel type, a lot stuff. of travel stuff. Any any little things that you want to do? Maybe um, some stuff you want to do with Lauren or yeah, with your buddies. Um, there's there's a few things. I wish I had my list. I'd know more. No, uh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, I would love that. Will you do me a favor? Yes. Will you send me a copy of it? I absolutely will. I'll I'll shoot you some pictures. Because you know the premise of the show. Mm -hmm. It's it's fun to make a life list, and it's neat to mark stuff off, but it's life-changing if you can help somebody else mark something off their life list. I mean, I'd love to take a look at it. I'll absolutely send you a picture. And maybe it's that Drew Kennedy thing. You know what I mean? That would be be awesome. I have a whole list of people that I want to open up for. I think that's most of my music stuff. But um, little little things, um, well, I don't know if this is one that's little, but I want to open a coffee shop. That seems like that seems pretty daunting. To, it it to is. Um, I really want to open one. Um, I got a cool twist on it. I'm not gonna say it online. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, hold, yeah. Keep that. I, one. I think I, I think I have a pretty original idea on that. But where? 
Um, I want to start in Dallas, so like Deep Ellum area. Um, and then I want to have – I kind of want to have a base in Colorado. I want to put one in Boulder. And then my girlfriend is from Indiana, so I want to put one up there. Um, cool. Just so we can have bases everywhere, so I have a place to – travel around and that's cool not yep even if it's just you know just even if it's just a little place and i'm sleeping in a trailer somewhere i would as long as i have a base up there i think that'd be really cool yeah that's really cool i like that and not that is not little i like how that, you, is, that, that isn't little that but, fell into the little yeah. conversation <laughs> it's not little at all but a franchise of coffee shops across the united <laughs> states of america quite daunting what else um I want to record an EP. I, have, I don't have anything really professionally. I was going to ask about that. What's what's going on there? Um, I have some stuff in the works. Um, I got the songs. I got the producer, and I got the recording place. But I just need the finances. The money. <laughs> the money. The money is the problem. Um, How much does it cost to do something like that, man? Um, ballpark it. Ballpark it probably just an EP. Probably like I'm I'm looking at like five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah, which isn't. Isn't a crazy amount, but for somebody that's <laughs> poor musician trying to live in development, it's a lot. Um, I have a few people that are looking at maybe throwing some money at me if they can get the right deal on it. So um, I'm really excited about it. I kind of I'm thinking it's gonna start recording in February of next year. So that's cool. So I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. I'm gonna go down to Dripping Springs with Nick J. Awesome. Do that stuff. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun. Really cool. I want to talk to you about something offline too about that. See if we can see if I can help you out. Okay. I don't know if I can. We'll see. All right. That's awesome, man. Now I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of this conversation. Oh, it's I really am too. cool. Yeah. yeah. It's all. You know, we had met before, and I figured it was gonna be cool. And I follow you on Instagram, and you seem like a cool guy. But I mean, this is really neat. This kind of made my day. Didn't have any. <laughs> I've I've learned to not have any expectations going into an mm-hmm. interview. Cause man, if sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be so good, and then it's like, wah, wah. Yeah. and then other times, like I have no idea, and it's like kick ass, awesome. <laughs> so this, I've, this falls into the kick ass. Hey, well, awesome I'm, I'm happy about that. Thank you. So, on your life list, I need you to add two things on there okay. if they're not on there already. Number one is to inspire somebody else to make a life list for sure, and that's just about having conversations mm-hmm. like this, man. And the second thing is to help somebody mark something off their life list, okay. and it could be. It could be Lauren if she has a list herself. Because I can, I can again, knock both of those off with her because I don't think she has one. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> because, it, again, it's fun to make a life list, and it's really neat to mark stuff off. But it's life-changing if you can help somebody else put their goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight. Sure, for sure. It's really neat. And that's kind of the whole premise of this Live on Purpose initiative. And that's what we're really trying to drive home. So appreciate you coming in, man. Oh, thank you for having me. I, I, I love the show, and I love what it's what it's about. So. Thanks. Appreciate it. Now, you're going to play another song for me, though. I am. Um I'm actually going to play a song that uh, I think is pretty fitting. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story that I tell people at the bars, and then I'll tell you the real story. Hell yeah, that's cool. <laughs> An exclusive um, behind the scenes. Th- it is. Um, so this song is really it's an exaggeration of what I've gone through, um, which, like most of my songs, is I just I, I put my put myself in someone else's shoes when I did this one. But I know where it was coming from. So it's just a little bit of an over-exaggerated story of mine. But really who it comes from, and this will blow your mind because it's not who you think. It's somebody you know, but it's not okay. somebody you'd think I'd write a song. It's actually a song about Robert Downey Jr. All right. Um, <laughs> I watched a thing on Facebook about him, and he was just, uh, you know, he had, he, he went some, you know, his dad got him, like, hooked on drugs at, like, 13 I think I saw this. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, he was had a huge problem with that, and then he met his wife, and he, she said, you know, he asked her to marry him, and he was like, she was like, no, not until you, you know, get off the drugs. And he said that day he cold turkey quit. 
they got married and then like six months later he got the lead role for Iron Man and you know blew up so um, you know it's just kind of about it's about addiction and it's about trying to get over that and really making no matter what happened in your past you know you can always kind of control where you're going sure you struggled with that addiction um I was not as much as some people I've struggled with some you know alcohol stuff and you know like I always say uh, I still I still drink but as a musician that's a lot of that's going to be a part of where you are you're playing in bars and I always say you're either going to let the alcohol control you or you're going to control the alcohol sure so you know I've struggled I've struggled with that and I've you know I've seen people around me struggle with it um runs in my family really bad so I've seen it destroy lives and then I've seen people kind of get a hold of it and actually do something despite it sure so, absolutely very cool so this is about yeah this is about getting over that and just kind of you know your past is your past and you can control where you go I so, like that a lot it's called my story my story Colton Ayers on the defining audacity radio show you got to really I grew up in a broken home at an early age. My father was gone. Mother tried to raise me well, but I followed my father's footsteps straight to hell. Oh, straight to hell. I held my father in a certain light. I'm sure it kept my mother up at night up his bad habits at an early age and I never thought I could turn this page and I never thought I could turn this page but I swear I'm not my story and I'll never be my past cause you can dwell on the things hurt you in this life you can find the good to make it last started running with the devil and trying to keep up wound up in jail just a little messed up sniffing his cocaine taking these drags started losing everything I ever now I'm losing everything I ever had Tried blaming my father, blaming my fate Wound up in the mirror with the man to blame Got real tired of running from the man my mother wanted me to become Yeah, the man my mother wanted me to become But I swear I'm not my story And I'll never be my past You can dwell on the things That hurt you in this life You can find the good and make it last Just find the good and make it last I found a girl, she took my hand She pushed me to be a better man Kicked the drugs, got off the ground I found a new me and I'll never turn around And I'll never turn back around Cause I swear 
will never be my past You can dwell on things that hurt you in this life You can find a good to make you last Well, I found a good and made it last Colton Ayers, Defining Audacity Radio Show, a song inspired by Robert Downey Jr. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> You're playing that song, and I dig it a lot. I Thank really you. do. I hope he hears that song. I would love for him to hear that song. I think that would be cool. That, that would be really cool, and I think, you know, because he, you know, he went through some really tough stuff, and I'd love to know that he inspired other people, and I'm sure he does know that he inspired other people to, you know, kind of forget about their past and just move on. And but to really hear that song, man, that's powerful. That is good stuff. Colton Ayers, I really enjoyed this, man. Oh, I really, really did. You're now a card-carrying member of the Defining Audacity family, and that means if you need anything, brother, all you got to oh, do is ask. Sure, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. My name is Drew Myers. You're listening to the Defining Audacity radio show. Every man dies. Not every man really lives. We couldn't have said it better ourselves. It's time to stop saying, I'll do it tomorrow, and start living on purpose. This is the Defining Audacity radio show. I'm Rowdy, and I am the most handsome bull on my owner's ranch. Now, being a bull used to be a great life. At first, there were no fences at all, and I could visit my cows anytime I wanted. Then, there were rickety old fences that I could go through like, you know what, through a goose. But since my owner put up this new pipe fence from PJ's, it's put a real damper on my love life, if you know what I mean. PJ's delivered and installed a pipe fence that I just can't get around over or through. It's like being on a love life lockdown. And it's all the fault of that PJ's Pipe Fence Company out there between Granbury and Glen Rose. So bulls, don't let your owners call PJ's Pipe Fence and Field Clearing at 817-776-7440 because those buzzkill bandits will lock you up tighter than Charlie Manson's mustache. Do not call PJ's Pipe Fence at 776-7440. You just forget that number right now and free the bulls get busy living or get busy dying this is austin mead i couldn't have said it better myself this is the defining audacity radio show welcome back to the defining audacity radio show episode number 118 i'm your host drew myers i appreciate you tuning in today wherever you might be if you're listening to us on the dial you could be listening to us on 95.3 k hits in the greater Glen Rose area that's our home station or you could be listening to us on 90.5 ktrl tarleton public radio in the greater stephenville area if you're listening to us online you could be listening to us on real texas radio or you could be listening to us on our podcast however you're tuning in today we sure do appreciate it another huge thanks to colton Ayers, our in-studio guest today what a cool interview huh really really enjoyed getting to know colton and i've kept in touch with him since he came in studio and i'm excited to see what happens with this guy i think he's got a fantastic sound but i love his perspective on life and like i said out of the gate today i love how colton airs does colton airs he is one of a kind he is true to himself and i think that is really 
going to take in places. I really do. If you missed any part of Colton's interview, you can download that podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Those are usually uploaded the Monday after they originally run. Special thanks to Glenn Rose Screen Printing and Gabe Compost for making this episode of the Defining Audacity radio show possible. Glenn Rose Screen Printing puts an emphasis on high-quality printing for high-end merchandise. Located in the dinosaur capital of Texas, Glenn Rose Screen Printing is committed to community and customer service. It takes pride in every shirt or bag or sweatshirt or koozie or cards or poster it prints. Glen Rose Screen Printing also produces signs and banners for its clients who are located all over the country. Contact Gabe at Glen Rose Screen Printing for all your screen printing needs. Just search C6 Designs on Facebook. They're going through a little rebrand. Glen Rose Screen Printing is a proud supporter of the Defining Audacity brand and the Live on Purpose initiative. I appreciate Gabe and Glen Rose Screen Printing more than words can describe. Before we get out of here today, there are a couple things I want to discuss. And the first thing is the movie Wonder, which came out recently. Last weekend, I got a chance to go see Wonder with my family, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. The movie is based on the book by R.J. Palacio. I started reading the book. I didn't get very far in it before I saw the movie. I'd like to pick it back up, though. It's about a young boy who was born with a facial deformity. His name's Augie. And the story picks up when Augie goes to school for the first time in the fifth grade. In the book, Palacio does a great job. And in the film, too, they do a great job of character development and telling this story through the eyes of a lot of different characters through Augie the main character through his older sister Via through his mom and his dad through his friends at his new school and it's exactly what you think it would be about a fifth grader with a facial deformity who goes to school for the first times and the trials and tribulations that surround that the struggle the conflict the ridicule with social pressures and peer pressures it's tough to be a kid especially when you're different. But this turns into a feel-good story about overcoming the negativity, about overcoming the trials and turbulations, about love winning instead of hate. As you can imagine, Augie is picked on when he goes to school. There's one character named Julian who's pretty hard on him. But there are other kids, like a little girl named Summer and a little boy named Jack Will who befriend Augie and remind us all it's not about what's on the outside that matters, but what's on the inside. It's a very powerful film, and I'll be completely honest with you. I cried from gate to gate. There was a scene early in the movie when Augie was born that got me. It reminded me when my daughter Isla was born, just a frantic delivery room, a scared dad, which was me. I was watching that with my four-year-old daughter sitting in my lap, so I cried then. There were other times during the film where, where I teared up as well. Again, it's just a, a powerful story. Like I said, I went with my whole family my wife and my two kids. And afterwards, I wanted to have a conversation with my seven-year-old son about the story itself, about Augie, about his friends, about his family. And I referred to a conversation that we've had many times in my family about the sheep, the sheepdog, and the wolf. Now, I stole this narrative from another movie. I believe it was the Chris Kyle story. And his dad asked him when he was little if he was a sheepdog, a sheep, or a wolf. And ever since I saw that, I've been asking my son that question from time to time when it was appropriate. Are you a sheepdog? Are you a sheep? Or are you a wolf? So as we were in the car driving home, I brought this up again. I said, Crash, my son's name is Crash. Who in that movie, who in that story is the sheep? And he thought about it and he said, probably Augie. I said he was, not at the end of the film, but for a majority of the film, yes, Augie was the sheep. I said, who was the sheepdog? And he brought up Jack Will, Augie's little friend. And I threw in there Summer, the other little girl in the film. His older sister was a sheepdog. So were his parents. They watched over the sheep. They protected the sheep. And I asked him, who was the wolf? And he was quick to say Julian, the bully. And I reminded him 
how important it was to me as a dad that he was never the wolf. I'm very, very firm about that, and I think my son understands completely. But we're also not sheep. We also stand up for ourselves. We're the sheepdogs. We take care of the sheep. We protect the sheep. We protect the Augies in the world, no matter what they look like, no matter what they believe, no matter what it is that differentiates them from everybody else. It's important to me that my son grows up protecting the sheep. Wonder was a great opportunity for me to remind him that. It was a fantastic reminder to focus on the love and not the hate. It was an opportunity to remind him that bullying is unacceptable in any shape, form, or fashion. The movie was a reminder that the wolves are bad and they cannot and they will not win as long as there are sheepdogs to protect the sheep. Again, a very powerful film that I highly recommend. Don't want to see the film? Read the book. I'm going to pick it up again. I'm going to read it to my son. I think it's a story that we all need to hear in this effed up world, especially in this divided country. So my challenge to you this week is A, to figure out if you're the sheepdog, the sheep, or the wolf. Which one are you? If you're a wolf, shame on you. If you're a sheep and you can't stand up for yourself, be grateful for the sheepdog. If you're a sheepdog, embrace your role. Protect the sheep. Stand strong in the storm. Be the lighthouse. So that's my first challenge, to figure out who you are. My second challenge is to focus on the love and not the hate. Stop being negative. Stop being rude and mean to other human beings just because they don't believe what you believe or they don't look the way that you look. All of this has to do with kindness. All of this has to do with treating people the way you want to be treated. All of this has to do with you stepping out of the spotlight and putting other people before you. If you're a person of faith, put God first, others second, and you write a distant third. We have to focus on the love and stop focusing on the hate. Evil cannot win. The wolves cannot win. And it starts with you right here, right now. And how does all this fit into the Defining Audacity brand and the Live On Purpose initiative? You cannot live on purpose with hate in your heart. You cannot live on purpose if you are not grateful for where you are in life and comfortable in your own skin. If you are driven by an ego-inspired audacity, you are not living on purpose. Our brand is built on a love-inspired audacity. It's been a while since I've shared this on my radio show, but author Steve Farber introduced me to the concept of love-inspired audacity. That's how my blog got its name originally. That's how this radio show got its name. It's from his book, The Radical Leap. Again, author Steve Farber, he wrote, Love-inspired audacity is courageous and bold and filled with valor. It's the kind of audacity that's required to change the world for the better. Ego-inspired audacity is annoying and it's dangerous. It's destructive. Steve Farber said some people are audacious just for the purpose of drawing attention to themselves, grabbing the spotlight, puffing themselves up, or advancing their own agenda. They have no care or concern about the impact of their behavior or action on anyone else. They're not concerned about anything but their image. Again, love-inspired audacity is courageous and bold and filled with valor. It's the kind of audacity that's required to change the world for the better. And again, those are the words of author Steve Farber. And it's a nice red ribbon to tie up this episode of the Defining Audacity radio show. I appreciate every single one of you tuning in today. We'll be back next week with another incredible episode. Our featured artist is Mr. Shay Abshire. Remember my challenge this week. Start living on purpose. Start living a bold, adventurous, and intentional life. 
that is driven by love-inspired audacity. We're going to close this episode with another song from our featured artist, Mr. Colton Ayers. This is his song, I've Been Thinking. You've been listening to the Defining Audacity radio show. I'm Drew Myers. See ya. What the hell am I doing here? This barroom mirror is exactly what I fear Yeah, I've been going about it all wrong Yeah, I've been killing myself Just to try and write a song Quit drinking. I was told this was a way to live, young and wild and free. Well, trapped here in this bottle, Lord, free ain't what I see. And you'll never find yourself. Dirty bottle. Never find your path with your foot heavy on the throttle.
Thank you for listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show. Every week, we inspire people to throw a wrench in the status quo and put your goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight. Are you living a bored, joyless, and uninspired life? Tune in next week. We'll inspire you to live on purpose. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.